Hey everybody, welcome to Bradley's Chat. So I just accidentally deleted the files for the first episode. I accidentally deleted it when I was publishing my second episode. So I'm going to make a couple quick ones real quick. I'm going to break up my initial, my initial first episode and redo it. But just break it down and into a couple more. So anywhere, anyway, bear with me. So this episode we're going to go briefly go over all the different um, Lannister units. So if you heard it the first time, you know, and before I deleted it, um, you know, you can you can go listen to something else. Go listen to Rihanna or something. Um, but anyway, be right back in just a minute, and we'll go over those Lannister units. Okay, so we're back. First unit we're going to talk about is the Lannister Guardsmen. It's our bread and butter unit. Costs five points. They have movement of four. Their melee attack is with a long sword. So it's going to hit on fours. They get six attacks for full ranks, five attacks for down a rank, and they only get three attacks if they're on their last rank. They have a great armor save of three plus and a morale save of seven plus. One of the great things about this unit is their ability, though, called Lannister Supremacy. If this unit is attacked and passes its panic test, the attacker must make a panic test with negative two to their roll. So these guys with movement of four, they're kind of slow. But it's really not that much of a handicap. They've got big time armor, and what you want to do with them is march them to you know the objective you want to hold the most, the most most important objective to you. Get on that objective and sit there. Um you're not going to go chasing the enemy across the battlefield. You're not going to go trying to knock the enemy off their own objectives with these guys. They don't have the offensive power for it. Um, but likewise, an enemy is going to spend quite a lot of time and resources to destroy one of these units. So their mission is just to sit on the objective and round after round bring home victory points to Castle Rock. Good thing about Lannister Supremacy is the best thing um, say you're on set objective and you get attacked. Say the enemy causes a couple wounds or a wound to you. You take your panic test, you pass your panic test. The enemy has to take a panic test as well because you passed yours, but at a minus two. So this is just the beginning of what you're going to hear a lot about. Um, Lannisters being able to put have the potential to put wounds on the enemy in their turn. And that's the Lannister Guardsman. Next unit we're going to talk about is the Lannister Halberdiers. Now, the Halberdiers are another defensive unit. They're great for sitting on objectives as well. They have movement of five. They have a halberd. Obviously, they're called Halberdiers. That hits on four plus. They get seven attacks for the first rank. For full ranks, seven attacks if they're down a rank. And they get three attacks if they're down to the last rank. They have armor save of four plus and a morale save of 7+. plus. However, their weapon of choice, the halberd, does have sundering, so, defend, so defenders are going to suffer a minus 1 if there's fence save rolls. So you're, you know, you're hitting, you're attacking berserkers, you know, they got a defensive save of 5+, plus. you know, for any hits caused by the halberds, they're going to have to roll 6s now. So it's a pretty big deal. This is another unit you want to get onto an objective pronto, and you're going to sit there and hold the objective with these guys. 
I mean, rarely will be the time you want to go chase the enemy across the battlefield with these guys. Just like the Guardsmen, they're another, you know, really good defensive unit. And what makes them really good defensively is their order, that they can perform once around called set for charge. That order states, if this unit is unengaged and charged from the front, this unit may make one attack action against that enemy before they resolve their charge attack. So, you know, your halberds are sitting on an objective, just chilling out. Along come these pesky Stark uh, Outriders, they want to charge them. You know, the Outriders clear the charge and make contact. Um, you play your order set for charge, which means in the enemy's turn, you get to make one attack with your halberds before they do their attack. Which means, you know, if you put wounds on them, which you have a good chance of doing with the Sundering ability, you're going to force a panic test. You're going to cause wounds and force a panic test. Actually, not true. You're only going to, you're like, yeah, no, it is true. Yeah, you're going to force wounds. You're going you're gonna to force a panic test with the, with the opportunity to cause wounds on the enemy in their turn. You can put wounds on the enemy before they even attack you. So um, then the enemy attacks you, and uh, you know normally. Um, one very good attachment you can put with this unit is Tywin Lannister, the commander. Tywin gives Lannister supremacy, just like the guardsmen have. Come standard with, well, Tywin grants that to unit, any unit he's with. So by putting you know Tywin in the unit of halberdiers, your army commander, you've got him in the halberdiers. They're sitting on the objective. You know the outriders attack. You get to attack them first, you know, with the potential to you know, do wounds, cause a panic test. Then the Outriders attack you. Well, then you get to, um, if you pass the panic test, when you pass the panic test, you get to force another panic test on the enemy at minus two uh, with Lannister Supremacy. So basically, in the enemy's turn, you know, all they want to do is charge that objective with your halberdier sitting on it with their Outriders. Well, in return, they're going to get attacked, and they're going to get two panic tests at... Minus two with with as long as Tywin's with them in their own turn, and um, that's just pretty nasty. Next unit we're going to look at is going to be uh, the Mountains Men. These unit the, the Halberdiers cost six points. These guys cost six points as well. However, the Mountains Men are, are going to be more of your you know you know uh, go in and smash face type of unit. They have movement of five. They're Melee attack is called Vicious Methods. They hit on threes. They get eight attacks for the first for full ranks, six attacks if they're down a rank, and four attacks if they're down to the last rank. Their attacks also get critical blow, so rolls of six cause two hits. And they're also vicious, so defenders are going to suffer a minus two to their panic test. Their armor save is a four, and their morale is a seven plus. These guys hit hard. There's lots of attachments that can bring them up to ten attacks. Um, there's attachments that can bring them up to 10 attacks and have them hit on twos. We'll go over that later. It'll be in, uh, I think, the episode called Lannister Part 2 um, that's currently up. You can read all about that. And these guys are especially really good um, if you have Gregor Clegane as a commander because Gregor Clegane's tactics cards are very aggressive and there's they get extra benefits to the unit who are taking advantage of those said tactics cards if they're house clicking unit and um, the mountains men are considered you know a house clicking unit next unit we're going to talk about is the pyromancers they cost seven points a little bit more but you'll see why 
They have movement of five. They have a melee attack and a short range attack. Both of them hit on three plus. Both of them get six attacks for full ranks. Both of them get five attacks for their downer rank, and both of them get three attacks for the last rank. They have a defensive save of six plus, um, and their morale test of seven plus. Now the short range attack, the defenders do not get defense saves against this attack, so any hit you make is a wound, and they're also vicious. So um, any panic test they take as a result of the wounds they've received, they're going to be at minus two. Now the melee attack, exactly the same as the short range attack with one added caveat. For each roll of one, deal this unit and the defender one wound. So you're going to hit on anything but twos with the melee attack. With the caveat though of any attacks you hit with a one are going to put a wound on your unit as well as the enemies. And you're going to see attachments later on like in, I think it's Lannister uh, part two. Um, where you'll see where we'll talk about attachments which can give them you know eight attacks and hitting on twos which means they'll never miss so you can have eight attacks you're going to put eight wounds on the enemy every time you're at full ranks and you attack them pyromancers are an excellent unit you want to um, be careful with them though you don't want them to um, be out there on their lonesome they're not going to hold a flank against mounted troops on their own you got to be be careful when you put them in your line that you, it's okay if they can be charged by one unit, but you don't want them to get double charged. And um, if that means, you know, charging the enemy with another unit next to them just to block line of sight for a turn so you can bring them up and, and really hit the following turn, you know, so be it. That's what you want to do. The next unit we're going to talk about is the Lannister Crossbowmen. Crossbowmen cost six points, they have a movement of five. They have a crossbow attack, which hits on a 3+, and that gets 7 attacks for full ranks, 7 attacks if they're down a rank, or 3 attacks if they're down to the last rank. They also have a melee attack, which is with a short sword, which hits on 4s, and they'll get 5 attacks at full ranks with a short sword attack, 4 attacks if they're down a rank, and 3 attacks if they're down to the last rank. They have a defensive save of a 5+, and a morale save of about an 8+. You notice their, their morale kind of goes downhill with the crossbow and their range unit. However, the crossbow is a long range attack, so it's 12 inches. You know, you're allowed to shift 2 inches before making a range attack at no penalty with the crossbow, so they extensively have a, set, a 14 inch range. And the crossbow attack has a minus 1 defense save rolls. So, once again, you're shooting at berserkers, you know, you're shooting at great X's, you know, you're going to be forcing the enemy to make saves on rolls of 6's. And putting panic attacks on panic attacks on the enemy um, due to taking wounds. It's always nice to have a ranged unit. Um, some people say we'll put a guard captain in there, you know, because their morale's so bad. We'll go over the guard captains later. It's not really that necessary, in my opinion, because you're really not. You know, once these guys get engaged in combat, you've pretty much lost them as far as their shooting goes for like two rounds. Um, one of my favorite tactics to do with this unit is to put them out there on a flank by their lonesome, kind of like sucker the enemy to, to maybe send two units after them, destroy maybe like an Outriders or a Wolf or both, you know, to, to go after them and, and attack them, and that keeps them away from my guardsmen and halberdiers that are sitting on objectives. And if I can keep, you know, the enemy away from my units holding objectives for like three or four rounds, you know, that's like three victory points, 
six victory points off the two units for me I'm getting and and that's a fair trade for a unit of crossbowmen so that's a crossbowman and I realize we're going kind of quickly here but like I said it's all common knowledge we're